0: Welcome to Bad Hasbara, the world's most moral podcast. I am your host, Matt Lieb. How's it going, everyone? Uh, First, I want to say... Happy New Year to everyone out there who is, for some reason, listening to this podcast. I don't know why uh, I make stupid videos online. Most of my career career, uh, has been spent talking about shows like The Wire and The Sopranos. And uh, for some reason, uh, I get three episodes... Deep into a podcast about Israel, and people uh, start paying attention. Which is that's great. That's great for me. You know, I'm 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 glad I'm glad you're here. Listen, I'm stoked. I'm stoked that people um, give a shit about this issue. I'm stoked that people uh, you know want to engage with this topic more so than they have. I think maybe in the past. Um, I'm bummed as to why. Uh, you know, the reasons for why people are getting interested are obviously super tragic and it fucking sucks. But, uh, at the same time, I'm just glad that, uh, you know, you got to start somewhere. And if it takes over 20,000 dead to get you to listen to a podcast by some guy about Israel, well then, Hey, who am I to complain? Uh, anyways, uh, I'm, uh, I, I I don't know if you can tell or if this is any different i'm I'm probably a little bit whisk, I'm a little more whispery right now because of the fact that um uh, my baby is asleep um for me, I'm recording this on uh New year's eve uh because you see we have a one year old baby uh me and my wife Francesca Fiorentini who's a great political uh, commentator, podcast comedian, uh, podcaster, comedian. She's great. She's my wife. I love her. Uh, We have a baby, and we couldn't both go out to New Year's Eve parties. So I said, uh, you know, being the magnanimous person I am, I said, go ahead, you know, you go, and uh, I'll I'll stay home and watch, watch the baby on the monitor. So I will be occasionally looking this way to look at the baby right now. She's asleep. Um, and you know, so if that happens, I mean, who gives a shit, who cares where I look? I, I don't even want you watching this. I want you to listening to it. That's the other thing. <laughs> um, this is, uh, this is my first time where anyone on the YouTube channel has ever given a shit about anything. Uh, usually, you know, we put out our episodes of pot yourself, uh, a gun and Pod yourself the wire, um, on, uh, this channel. And no, no one cares because it's just uh, it's the guys that they are used to listening to. What, we're going to see what we look like. It's a disappointment when you listen to a podcast for years and then you see what the guys actually look like. And you're just like, ah, that's gross. So um, the fact that anyone's like watching it, like, I, listen, I'm happy. I love that you're watching it. The only thing is, is that uh, because I've spent um, all of this time – talking about shows that are very, very IP heavy in terms of clips, Um, most of this content is non-monetizable. Basically, the whole channel is non-monetizable. So, uh, you know, occasionally I think there will be something that has ads. But uh, for the most part, um, where we are able to make a living is through people listening to the podcast. So if you're watching this, listen, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're watching. But you can also not look at me and listen on wherever you get your podcasts. You know, go to, to Spotify and shit, and or you know, I know that's a bad one, but you can also go to Apple Podcasts. Apple, they're a great company. Never did anything wrong. Um, so yeah, you know that 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 helps with the uh, you know ad revenue and stuff like that. Um, also, if you're just like, no, nah, I don't want to support these evil corporate fucking, uh, that's good. Good. I don't want you to. I don't want you to have to listen to ads. So instead, go to patreon.com slash fraudcast. That's F R O T C uh, A S T. And, uh, you know, subscribe. $5 gets you all these other shows, plus this show, plus probably more stuff at some point, but uh, lots of content. And it helps It helps me out. It helps my uh, podcast co host, Vince, out. If you only, li- you know, listen to this show, um you don't know who Vince is, but Vince is great. He's hilarious. He's a film critic. We do a bunch of, you know, shows together. He's, I've known him for years and years. Uh, you know, he was the best man at my wedding. Was he? I think he was. Um, I was not his best man, no big deal. I'm not, like, I don't feel weird about that. But at the same time, like, he could have asked. Anyways, um, patreon.com slash broadcast. Join. Join now. Just do it. Help. Because if you're watching this, that means you're getting the content for free and listen. <laughs> I had to stay home to make it. So, uh, yeah. Let's let's talk about what we all came here to talk about. The Wire. Just kidding. Uh, Israel. That is what we're here for. That is the reason for the season. And... Um, I got to say, 2023, what a year. I was looking at all of the, like, uh, around this time of year, there's a bunch of, like, news wrap-ups. You know, what happened this year? You know, it was like, Beyonce did a, a tour. But so did Taylor Swift. And I was watching one of those, and I realized, I have no memory of any events from this year News, news-wise, um, before October, <laughs> like I was, I was like desperately trying to think, like, oh, what, what are they going to talk about? And I was like, uh, the Queen died? No, that was twenty twenty-two. Um, Matthew Perry died. That definitely happened this year, but I couldn't think of any news stuff that there was a a strike you know there was the auto worker strike there was a couple of uh hollywood strikes that happened but i just kind of realized that it was like man like i don't know if you guys feel this way but the last uh almost three months now have seemed like an eternity like it feels like the year started october 7th and we have like that was it feels like that was in january and now we're right about to hit 2024 and i'm like all that's all the news that's everything that's that's and maybe that's just me and maybe it's just you too because you know certainly a lot of other shit happened i'm, I'm certain listen for me the majority of the memories i have from this year is uh watching my little baby crow which is nice um but in terms of like world events shit man what the fuck else is there Seems like this is it, um, and uh, and what a bummer! What a fucking, what a horrible year! You know what? Fuck 2023, bullshit ass year, just all around bullshit ass year. I mean, I can't remember why, other than this shit, other than fucking Israel deciding to do a public collective punishment in a way that is so brazen. That we're all just supposed to just look at it and go, I don't know, I guess I guess they're allowed to do that. I I well, I'm too stupid to understand why that's allowed, but it, it it must be because, um, no one's stopping it. So, okay, but yeah. It is, uh, it's been a shitty year, I think we can all agree. I mean, it seems like across the board. I mean, you know, there's a lot of good things happened, I'm sure, individually, personally, with a lot of people. But, I don't know, I know far more people who are like, man, what a fucked year. <laughs> it's just what a fucked year, man. And uh, I'm not going to do like a look back into like what happened. No, let's stay present. Hell is happening right now, guys. We don't need to look into the past for hell. We're in it, baby. So let's talk about it. Let's rein in the new year, although by the time you're listening to this, new year has happened, uh, with, you know, just a, a real quick update. What's going on? What's going on in the holy land, you know? Anything cool? Anything fun? Anything great? I'll look into it. All right. Let's start out with an Israel update. Oh, as by the way, as you can see there's no guest uh today. This was just a random thing. I, I just decided I was going to make this cuz like it was either this or play fucking video games. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. You know? I got to I had to do other shit. All right. So, let's see what is going on with the Israel Hamas war. All right. So, Israel Hamas war. I put war in quotes. I know that. So this is al Let's start off with putting war in quotes, guys. I think it's only. Seems only fair at this point. You know? Like, how's this a. I don't think this counts as a war. I think a war implies two armies. Even if they're unequal, they're still like armies these motherfuckers like hamas is in tunnels also they're not really killing hamas (laughs) they're just killing civilians okay so israel hamas war live um it's my favorite nbc saturday night show um israel war planes bomb central gaza as 2024 begins hey why did i do this podcast um We got fierce ground fighting, uh, which is going on in uh, the center of Kanyunis. Israel says it will withdraw reservists from its Gaza ground invasion so troops can, quote, gain strength for future battles. Well, that's nice. You know, that's that's good. Let's let's get the uh, reservists out there. Um, The U.S. Army has attacked three Houthi boats in the Red Sea, killing at least 10 fighters. Oh, we got those Yemeni hootie fighters uh and at least 21,822 people have been killed and 56,451 wounded in israeli attacks on gaza since october 7th the revised death toll from october 7th attack in israel stands at 1139
1: it's time for bed
0: fuck off i did I think my Alexa just fucking shaded me right there. It's time for bed. It's time for you to shut the fuck up. I'm telling the news. I'm telling the news to whoever the fuck's listening to this shit. (laughs) Because my baby's asleep and my wife is at a party. (laughs) Don't tell me what to do. Alexa, never tell me it's time to go to bed ever again.
1: Sorry, I don't know that one.
0: This fucking. This fucking bitch just I mean, I just got smoked by an Alexa. God damn. Alright. I'm not sure. Alexa. Don't talk. Alright. She listened to that. <laughs> I'll show who her who wears the pants in this relationship. Let's check on the baby. This is one of those uh podcast that I'm like should have th- should this have just been a stream probably but I, I you know then you I got to start a stream then I got to tell people to join the stream anyway so that's that's what's going on in Israel so far um today those are the things that we are we're dealing with um that's the your news update um you know I I'm going to I'm going to get a little sting going I'm going to have like a sting that goes like news update you know that'll be good for me that'll be fun um so today, what i wanted to to do uh while my wife is out at a party, um I wanted to go through just uh these are uh a few bits of uh news and hasbara from uh friends and or listeners of this podcast um and uh the first is going to be from a wonderful, wonderful person. Uh, my co-host Vince Mancini, co-host of Pod Yourself and the Frocast, Vince Mancini sent me uh, this uh, little bit of uh, news, I suppose that uh, I had to share with you guys because it's just one of those things where you just like you look at it and you go, okay, this is uh, this is history repeating itself all over again. Uh, ladies and gentlemen and everyone else. From uh, Itamar Man, at Itaman, (laughs) oh boy, Uh, let's see, Uh, from Israel's Channel 12, quote, Tony Blair to head team on voluntary evacuation from Gaza. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Brits are at it again, that island filled with the ugliest people you've ever seen, and then a few really, really hot ones, but mostly uggos, um, at least the ones in Parliament, uh, have decided to send their best and their brightest, you know, their number one fan of killing Arabs overseas, um, the one and only Tony Blair. That's right, Tony Blair. You might remember Tony Blair from such hits as The Iraq War. Remember that? Yeah, you probably do. So let's see what this says. Um, from Channel 12, to deal with the, quote, day after issue, Tony Blair arrived in Israel for a series of meetings. Okay. So the former prime minister of Great Britain arrived in Israel last week and met with Prime Minister Netanyahu and Minister Gantz, the goal to mediate between the Israelis. Uh, the Israeli desire rego- regarding, quote, the day after, uh, and between who is it the palestinians is it hamas is it anyone is it the pa no <laughs> and of course not it's the moderate arab countries gotta talk to them moderates you know the thing about self-determination it's always best when it's done by the not yourself you know for palestinians i think i think we can all agree that the adults are in the room now. You know, you've got Tony Blair, great track record of doing regime change. Um, and the, quote, moderate Arab countries being like, all right, so what are we going to do once we complete the ethnic cleansing of Gaza? Um, well, we certainly have to move them somewhere, right? Because we can't just, it's not ethnic cleansing if you don't get clean. So uh, let's talk to the, quote, moderate Arab countries. Um Let's go through this article. Although the issue of quote the day after has not yet been discussed by the government. Mm, okay. Uh it is harnessing regional and international actors. Ah, jump in the jump in the gun are we? Okay, let's do it. Let's get let's get in there early and have this conversation. Let's do the discourse before the government does because if there's one thing I'm certain of is that the government has not begun to consider what happens the day after. Also, The day after what? The day after... I would say that what they would say is, well, the day after we win the war. Um, What does winning the war look like? I'm pretty sure the day after, if I had to guess, if I was going to guess, I would say the day after, probably the day after not only, quote, Hamas surrenders, because they won't say Hamas surrendered until uh they have begun the process of completely evacuating quote-unquote but completely expelling um the vast majority of palestinians from gaza then eventually once they reach around 300,000 200,000 arabs from 2.2 2 million uh they will say oh that's it they're gone uh the, the hamas has surrendered uh yeah, so that'll be nice. Uh, Blair met with both Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and Minister Gantz, that's Benny, uh, in meetings that were not told to the public. The goal is for him to be the messenger who will actually mediate between the Israelis' desires regarding, quote, the day after and between the moderate Arab countries. In addition, he will also re-examine the possibility of accepting refugees from Gaza in the countries of the world. Hmm. Okay. Now, you do wonder what the countries of the world are, but we will see. Tony Blair is actually dealing with, quote, the day after without the government itself deciding or drawing the political lines on the subject. This is against the background of the fact that Netanyahu prevented the discussion in the war cabinet regarding the situation in the Gaza Strip at the end of the war. Only next Tuesday will the political and security cabinet discuss the issue uh, and also partially and not in all the components. And this is this is translated from Hebrew so I would I would say uh, that's a little lost in trans- translation there. Um but also partially and not in all the components. That j- that just means uh they'll, you know, get a um broad political consensus that we have to do something with the Palestinians uh on the day after. Um, and I, I think they're saying uh, it won't actually be up to you. You got to love the greatest democracy in the Middle East, don't you? They're just so great at it. They're so good. Um, on behalf of Tony Blair, it was stated in response, quote, the reports that Tony Blair has something to do with voluntary evacuation are not true. <laughs> there was no such discussion and he does not intend to consider it either. Uh, regarding the discussion that was planned three days ago and was postponed, religious Zionism, ooh, religious Zionism issued a statement in which they were outraged that the move was done without authority. Then, a few hours later, Netanyahu decided that not the limited cabinet would uh, discuss this issue, but the expanded cabinet. Mm, okay, which also includes... <laughs> <laughs> includes Ben Gavir. <laughs> Listen, if you don't know who that is, um bless you, bless your heart, and welcome to this horrible world. Um but uh it's Mar Ben Gavir. If uh if you if you need to know about him, which you do, uh, it is very important. Um he is a far right wing far right wing extremist uh in The government of Israel in the Knesset, Um, his party, um, which I believe only has a handful of seats, uh, is uh, basically considered uh, Zionist fascists. That is the general consensus among Israelis that they are a fascist party in Israel. Um, Now, you have to consider being far right in Israel is really fucking far right i mean you don't get much more right than that like that is that you know like the only reason they don't say zionist nazis is because they would it would offend themselves they would accuse themselves of being anti-semitic if they were to say that but i think it is fair to say uh and they do say um they are fascists and uh, at some point, we'll you know do a deep dive into uh, what politically their stances are, but I mean, I think you can imagine um, it's uh, pretty disgusting in in every every sense. Um, but that's good; they they're, they're going to expand this for everyone to hear about. Um, uh, they're you know, it's not just going to be their you know. Uh, limited cabinet whatever the fuck that is uh it's gonna be everyone you know it's they're gonna get the whole knesset involved to discuss the day after um yeah that is pretty fucking dark and uh you know happy new year to all and to all a good night Oh no, that's not it. We're still we're still going. And the reason we're still going is because uh my wife is still out at a party. I wonder if she's having a good time. She probably is. Um yeah. Stop sharing that. Oh man. So thank you Vince so much for uh sending me fucking <laughs> I just think it is insane to me to bring Tony Blair aboard. I mean, it makes a lot of sense if you are, um, you know, uh, Netanyahu or uh, a Zionist because uh, it is bringing on the, you know, regime change expert. You know, Uh, this is this is a guy who, uh, you know, was one of the few world leaders in europe uh who due to a special relationship with the united states decided yeah 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 go into iraq yeah do that yeah no we're 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 right behind you and of course um you know in the uk people very quickly caught on to that being a huge fucking mistake they caught on faster than we did i'll say that and uh the fact that they would you know bring him in to discuss it's just like why do the british always have to be there to fuck up palestine like it's the it's one of the things that the british are the best at the british love to go oh hello oh we are a country right here
2: we've got we got arabs and we got the jews yeah we're gonna just mash it all up cut it into a bits of little pieces yeah I just like draw borders. <laughs> I can't do
0: a British accent. I'm sorry if you're British
2: listening to this. We gotta cut it and make, it, make a border here. Make sure it's a square, yeah? I'm gonna go through all of the Middle East and make a bunch
0: of fucking squares. I'm gonna draw lines left and right. You ever look at a map of any like colonized continent? Like if you if you look at Africa, you know it's colonized because you're like, that's a lot of fucking squares, man. The, the, this is, these are not natural borders like look at the borders of actual like of, of countries in europe <laughs> you know you could tell that there's like a, a natural quote unquote borders not that any border is natural but like they they decide you know where france ends and switzerland begins right or like where fucking germany ends and fuck, like th- based on probably you know i mean obviously uh lots of wars uh but also there's a, a natural element to it where they're like, oh yeah, we've got the Alps here. Let's that's Switzerland, you know. But like you look at <laughs> you look at a map of any you know, European colonized uh, part of the world, and it's just like a grid. It's just like okay, you got that square, Belgium. You got that square, France. I'm gonna take the square below that. I'm Britain. <laughs> and I'm gonna take this square, and just like it's just so. Fucking disgusting! Like at some point, like if if you're a British person, aren't you? Like, we should leave it alone. We've we've caused nothing but
2: trouble, yeah. Every time we go to the Middle East, we just we fuck it all up. It's all bungled, isn't it? We bungle it.
0: (laughs) I want to make sure I'm not waking my baby. (laughs) Nah, she's asleep. We fuck it all up, yeah. But, you know, they can't help themselves, man. They're just like in that fucking weird ass parliament building yelling at each other and cockney.
2: Oh, bruv. Oh, bruv. Let's go. Let's go straight to Gaza, yeah? Let's go to Gaza. And we just, we'll tell them where to go. We'll go to the moderate Arab states. We'll go to Jordan
0: and fucking. Saudi Arabia like what are the I I want to know what the west considers the moderate arab states. Are they the ones that are uh more amenable to doing oil deals with us? I have a suspicion. That's just a guess. If I had to guess, I'd say that's what it is. Um but yeah, no, good. Good, you know. I'm sure Tony Blair will figure it out. You know, it's always nice to put a british face on ethnic cleansing. You know, for continuity's sake. It feels right. Um, yeah, so that's hell and awful and uh, everything's bad. Everything's fucking... Everything's so bleak. At least there's British people. Um, yeah, so... Uh, another uh, thing that was sent to me, uh, sent by friend of the show, Ido who is uh is um from Rehovot in uh Israel uh listens to the show and is uh, actually helping me make a little remix of the um, of the theme song which I appreciate I appreciate his musical skills uh he's a very talented uh musician and he also if he listens to because not because he listens to the show but since he listens to the show uh he is uh I think one of the unfortunately uh Few amount of um, Israelis who uh, understands um, that uh, Israel not the good guys, which uh, you know is it's always heartening for me um, to uh, talk to Israelis who who get this, who understand this, you know. And of course, you know, there's all sorts of like political views in Israel. There's a you know, it's a wide spectrum. But I'm always so bummed by just how hard it is to find someone in israel who is willing to have a sense of humor about themselves and is also willing to admit that yeah fucking you know there's good guys and bad guys if we're gonna we're gonna be honest israel not the fucking good guy and he he understands uh at least i think i mean yes he does (laughs) uh He's a great guy, and uh, he um, he sent me this uh, to kind of talk more about uh, the day after, um, and this is a phrase we're going to be hearing a lot, um, and we have heard a lot if you've been keeping up, um, talks about the day after. What happens the day after the war? Oh, you know, fuck. That was <laughs> it's a firework. What happens the day after? Um, you know, and, you know, I talked about earlier, you know, what is the day after the day after the war ends the day after Hamas, the day after, um, Hamas surrenders is what they would say. Um, which by the way, if we're going to talk about that meme for a second before I get into this, um, when they say the day after, uh, and they talk about, you know, one thing you'll hear a lot is, you know, Hamas could end this all. They could end it tomorrow if they just surrendered all you people out there calling for a ceasefire why don't you call for hamas to surrender um that is uh that is a pretty uh bold uh bullshit ass statement that has been made um and you'll notice that it replaced something uh it replaced why don't you instead of asking for a ceasefire. Ask for the hostages back. They stopped doing that because they just kept killing their own hostages. Um, And they uh, quickly realized that uh, that itself uh, is not the ends that they are actually going for. You know, the the hostages returning is not... If they got every single hostage back, they would not stop. Um, And that is, I think, made perfectly clear uh, in this uh, insane video that I'm gonna be playing for you all right now.
1: Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
0: Uh, With um, just one of the biggest pieces of shit on here. Um, What's this fucking guy's name? All right, I'll I'll play you the video. But uh, yeah, here is uh, a little bit about... A little bit about these uh, statements regarding whether or not getting the hostages back would do anything. Uh, this is from uh, Michael David, David Michael. Holy fuck, these Zionists. Fucks are evil, despicable racists who want to wipe Palestinian people off the face of the earth. Yes. All right, here we go.
3: And I want to say something. I, I kind of listened to everybody, and I, I, I don't know if this is the question you wanted to ask me, but I. I listen to all of you, and everybody's talking about the hostages. And absolutely, they have to come back, all of them. Uh, However, this is not the end. The fact that the hostages are going to come, it's it's not going to end something. It's going to just going to be the beginning of us taking care of this because we are. I am not okay with living across the border of 20 or 30 thousand rapists. I'm sorry. Are you? I'm done. They have proven themselves. To be, you know, to, to to not be, you know, fully intact, okay. And we, you know, Lee and I, had a conversation about it. I feel yeah. like these are all mostly sociopaths. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry, what's that? I don't know. Lee Kern was there.
3: <laughs> Lee and I had a conversation about it. I feel yeah. like these.
2: Are- yeah. Yeah, we, we done talked about it, yeah. We had a conversation, yeah. <laughs> we had a conversation about it. You know, uh, even if we got them hostages back, yeah. Uh, we ain't gonna live next to rapists. Look at me and Michael Rapaport. You think we either of us have ever wiped someone, yeah? No! No, we never did wipe. <laughs> it's fucking weird. He's got his fucking mask shirt on. Oh, God. Oh, God. Leaking, my brain is leaking out my skull, mate. Mm. These are all mostly sociopaths.
3: Psychopaths are born. Sociopaths, sociopaths so Sorry, are I made. Is,
1: can you tell people what your your professional right? So I
3: am a, a, I am a psychotherapist and licensed clinical social worker. I do psychotherapy. Um, I've done it for a living uh, for a long time and. Mm. Uh, I have to say, when you talk about psychopaths, psychopaths are born, okay? And it's a very small percentage in the population. Sociopaths are made.
0: I'm sorry, but I like the idea that she's like, listen, I've got a... I don't I don't think we should be denigrating psychopaths here. You know, a, lo- a lot of us are just born that way. You know, I'm born that way. Uh, fucking Alon's born that way. Uh, Lee is born that way. Uh, Michael Rappaport, born that way. But, But these guys they were made into sociopaths which um does that doesn't that let them more off the hook i'm sorry but that uh, the, the idea that that they're just like no 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 no. these guys were made that way it's like okay if you want to go that direction how how do what made them that way like what do you think what do you think drives people to sociopathy? Hmm? I I could I could think a couple of things that may make person from normal guy into sociopath guy, but not off the top of my head. It could be anything. It could be anything. You know, it could be like girl didn't uh invite uh uh you to prom and turn you sociopath. It could be uh you know you uh, pick glass in softball um it could be uh you know seventy-five years of being um exiled and ke- killed and tortured and uh, having your water cut off, your power cut off, your wells uh get cement poured in them. Uh, Your family dying in front of you, uh, your children dying in front of you, watching people get poisoned and uh, watching your whole life be uh, under surveillance by a state that wants nothing more than you either dead or gone. Could be any of those things drives people, cray cray. And I live across the border with
3: a lovely place in a lovely town where they are made daily. And it's time for us to stand up for it and say, enough. Enough is enough. I am not interested. And I have to tell you, and I'm going to speak American for a second. When I used to live in the US, oh God. Um, every time She's I would move a to a different place, I would look in the map and see if there are any pedophiles or sex offenders around me, right, in a radius of, I don't know, five miles, 10 miles, where I live in, like, three miles away from 20,000 of them. And I'm not okay with it. And I don't think I'm safe. And I don't think my kid is safe. And enough is enough. And never again means never again.
0: That is
2: (laughs) the most insane thing. The most insane fucking thing is
0: to, to make your argument about ethnic cleansing being just like to justify your your ethnic cleansing in that way, where you just go like, listen, I can't, I can't live across the border from a place that has you know, X amount of like rapists or pedophiles or you know fucking uh, Nazis and all that stuff, and then your your solution to is like. So in order to, like, not get fucking genocided, we got to do a preemptive genocide, guys. We got to preempt their genocide. You can't kill all of us. We're going to kill all of you first. Because we're the good guys. Let's hear what else they have to I
2: mean, um, say. So, we're, we're not going to talk
1: about any data or stuff. But I know that Michael saw that 47-minute film um the other day and i saw it as well mm-hmm. and when it was i mean amongst the many reactions i had as someone who was in a safe room watching it and it affected me deeply even though i was physically safe so yeah i can only imagine what it's like for the people who've been directly in these situations what they'll have to get over with yeah but the just people the one weird response was i spent a week just directly in it and <laughs> understand what i saw like almost like a little boy saying, I don't, I don't understand it. What I don't, what happened? I don't understand.
0: I couldn't <laughs> you, uh, you're definitely a little boy Lee. If there's one thing I know about this guy, oh man, there's just so many characters. Like at this point, anyone listening or watching this podcast, I have to assume like some level of like, like the only reason that you're actually listening to this. If you don't know me from, you know, l- listening to my other shit is because you are very familiar with this particular world of the online Twitter Zionist. And like, if you don't know Lee Kern, (laughs) I mean, at some point, again, I'm going to have to introduce all y'all to Lee Kern. Um, I can't get into all of it right now. Suffice it to say that his claim to fame, uh, is that he, uh, tried to dunk on boots, Riley, uh, the, uh, director writer and uh rapper um and uh he tried to dunk on him saying that he would never he said uh <laughs> academy award winning or academy award nominated screenwriter here you'll never make anything of worth because boots was you know uh is an anti-zionist jew and he was uh you know uh speaking truth um and uh boots riley uh dunked on him by pointing out that his nomination that he's talking about is for Borat Two, he was one of eight writers on Borat Two, and he's bragging this. It is, it is just a, he's just a beautiful, sad little man. But, um, I mean, just like th- this, this entire conversation is just such insane. And again, this is like, to me, not an example of Hasbara because it is not, I don't think I, I can't imagine it is intended for an American audience. I mean, it is, it is, I guess, because of the framing, the framing of this as being like, would you live next to 20,000 rapists? And I'm sorry, but like, I probably live next to 20,000 rapists in Los Angeles, I live in LA, 20,000 seems low, I'm sorry, but are you really claiming 20,000 rapists, like this very specific number of rapists, are a reason for genocide, you fucking sow? Like, just see, imagine the gall. imagine the fucking weird online BuzzFeed brain of just being like, we have to, final solution. Uh, people because they do uh sexual violence and it's just like this idea of like trying to justify these acts by um i don't know by utilizing kind of like the the language of social justice you know it's like and they've done this forever in my entire lifetime when it comes to uh um you know the war on terror when it comes to like reasons to kill arabs the way they sell it to liberals is always in the language of social justice you know oh no it's not that we hate their religion or we we hate um them for being brown or for you know whatever it's like no 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 we don't hate people's like you know uh dna no that would be nazi no we hate them because they're problematic because you know they they make they make women cover their hair. I mean, they're not feminist. That's for sure. Uh, you know, we hate them for that. We hate them um, because you know they do microaggressions that sometimes turn into macroaggressions. You know, there's just they're just problematic, and we need to murder all of them. And it's just like it, it it's it's so insane because you know at this point I can't imagine that people are buying it but apparently people still buy this shit i don't know how but they still fucking buy it um i went off on this tangent i wanted to talk about uh ito's um thing that he sent me uh you know because we talked about this earlier um you know the idea of the day after and uh he sent me this post um where a uh, minister in the Knesset, I assume, to Sophia, you know, I'm going to have to find out what um, some of these are. Um, But uh, let's see, he was saying that this translation was pretty perfect, pretty dead on. Uh, If we act strategically correctly, there will be immigration and we will live in the Gaza Strip. So there will be Israeli immigration to the Gaza Strip, which is you know, part of the end goal. The other end goal is uh, we will not allow a situation where 2 million people live there. Um, and when they say people, they're specifically talking about Palestinians. If there are 100 to 200,000 Arabs in Gaza, all the talk is about the day after will be different. Um, all the, the talk is about the day after will be different. Um, they want to leave. They have been living in the ghetto for 75 years and are in need, which, um, you know, earlier I was saying like, you know, you you can't, you can't do these like Nazi comparisons, you know, because then, you know, they have to start calling themselves anti-Semitic. But I will say in Israel, they do often, they do pretty often do the Nazi comparisons. Um, You know, in the West, if they see someone doing it, you know, they say, wow, how dare you? But they talk about it a lot. And you know what? Because that's the thing about analogies. Sometimes they're pretty fucking analogous. And when they are analogous, it's kind of hard to resist them. Especially if there's a little bit of dramatic irony. Um, Now... We are all meant to resist that irony, no matter how dramatic, how obvious, how blatant, and how analogous. But uh, you know, in Israel, they don't shy away from that shit. And uh, the only difference is, is when he says this, um, he is also simultaneously saying that they are going to have 100 to 200,000 Arabs in Gaza left. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty, pretty insane. I don't believe meant for American eyes, but, you uh, know, I appreciate you sending that. And fucking hey man, if that is isn't fucking dark as shit. Fuck. In, what if 2024 is better, you guys? What if it's better? How's my baby? Baby, check she's still asleep let's do a text check is my wife coming home not yet (laughs) at some point she's gonna see this though and she's gonna be like i thought you were gonna play video games and i'll be like nah (laughs) all right moving on um last thing last thing i want to talk about before we get out of here this is a uh, email that i got from a uh, listener kim s i don't want to say the full name because i didn't say whether or not i was actually going to um, you know publish their email Um, but kim thank you so much Um, and by the way if you want to email i've did start a bad Husbar email account. Uh bad husbara at gmail.com. Email me if you are someone who I mean if you want to say something nice, if you want to fucking, you know, just vibe, whatever, send me a funny photo. Please do. Uh if you want to tell me about your time uh as a Zionist, uh there's been a good amount of that of people who are former Zionists who have you know seen the light and are like holy fuck these guys are psychos not sociopaths they weren't made they were born that way no they were made too um but yeah uh so uh, kim says matt i was at the uh the, the if not now rally and uh shut down at hollywood highland Loved everything you had to say uh thank you thank you yeah, this, she said a bunch of nice stuff um she says i used to work for halal and the jewish federation Uh, I call that phase of my career my unintentional fast track to anti-Zionism. In the early to mid-aughts, and let me tell you, the Azbar bullshit for college students was wild. I had to enlist a friend for help in scouring the internet for this because I haven't stopped thinking about it since seeing the unhinged Jubalong content. Um, But the image I'm linking below, was on a postcard among several other uh, images that were designed to be pr- provocative and get students talking about Israel. Enjoy. So she sent me this, and <laughs> I must share it with everyone here. Um, this is what. This is a postcard that she sent. Uh, and let me show you. Israel is. <laughs> Israel is tiny. Here we go. <laughs> God. All right. Okay. Um, let me see if I can blow this up so everyone everyone can see it. How do I do that? All right, there it is. You can see it. Uh, for those of you listening at home, which I hope you are, um, it is it says Israel. It's a postcard that says Israel, not as big as you think. And um, there is a um, a hot, almost naked man uh who is, I mean it looks like he has got uh, his whole his whole body has got borders on it. We've got Mauritania, what do we have? Uh, Sudan, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, uh, Jordan like he's cut up uh, you know with borders and right in the middle, right where his cock and balls would be <laughs> uh, is a thong that just says Israel on it. Uh, he is spread eagle and we see just his thong. And it, is, it says, Israel, not as big as you think. First of all, the messaging here, confusing. Because if this is pro-Israel, uh, you're kind of talking about the dick size. You're saying something that is objective, not true. Jews' penises, many shapes and sizes. Some are big, some are small. Some are massive. I mean, mine personally, I think we all know. You know, I'm talking about the size of a Red Bull, but longer. Not as big as my brother's size of a Coke can. It's a big dick. Shout out to Evan. You got a big ass dick. Um, anyways, uh, Israel is tiny. Uh, let's see if I can read this shit. Uh at one spot in its pre-1967 borders, you can drive across its nine-mile width in just a few minutes. Driving from Tel Aviv on the western edge of the country to Jerusalem. Uh, on the eastern edge takes under an hour. Uh, Israel, with its 6.6 million Jewish, Christian, and Muslim citizens in a country the size of New Jersey, is surrounded by 19 Arab and Muslim countries with a land mass and population equal to that of the entire United States. And in bold it says, Now imagine living in New Jersey while most of the people living in the other 49 states want to see you destroyed listen it's a you know it's 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 quite a message to it's like you're saying a lot it's hard to fully take it all in when you see in the The guy's little dick. Like, it's, you're just, all I see is you're saying Israelis have little dicks. And I, that's, even I don't think that's fair. I'm an anti-Zionist, but I'm like, some Israelis don't have little dicks. Some don't. For sure. You know, like, there's just like, listen. I'm just, I would never paint any people with a broad brush. I would never say there's any ethnicity, nationality, race, whatever out there with You know, the same size dick, especially you know, I would never say small, like this is just it's unfair because I there's got to (laughs) be some Israelis with big dicks. Edo, he's got a big dick, uh, yeah, my home homie gnome, big dick, uh, yeah, so (laughs) you know, this is. This is a great thing about working, um, you know, doing this kind of work is, as you see, as you see a lot of the, the old has you don't hear much about the New Jersey thing anymore. This was a big thing. Uh, when I went on birthright, um, it was like one of the many lines that they had, you know, other than we invented the cherry tomato. It was like, uh, um, they just kept mentioning, you know, it's a state the size of New Jersey. It's only as big as New Jersey. Can you imagine? it's this small country only the size of new jersey and like i remember at the time being like it's very specific i mean i assumed that like they had done like the square mileage and realized like yeah it's about new jersey you know this they're not gonna say connecticut they're like oh we're bigger than connecticut fuck connecticut massachusetts not it's the wrong direction massachusetts similar in landmass but the wrong you know it's gotta be fucking vertical not horizontal but yeah, the New Jersey thing was always uh, weird, but it, I always also heard it in this context where the context very specifically was uh, that uh, Israel um, is so, so tiny, so small. It is a small, so
2: little. It is a small little being who is, who is scared, scared of neighbors, evil neighbors everywhere who want to kill it when they just want to be small bean. That's just, that's all
0: Israel is. It's small bean. And sometimes when small bean gets threatened, it turns into big bean by uh, doing genocide.
2: Because it has to, because it's small. It just want to be warm.
0: It just wants to be warm, small. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm tired. I don't wake up at six in the morning. You have to Listen, I'm not used to doing a podcast, just me talking, all right? Whenever I I always, I like to have someone else to talk to, but this was a last minute decision and I'm not regretting it. I'm standing by this decision to just be alone and talk about Israel's shit. But yeah, this, just this entire concept of like, Israel's small. What's the big deal? You know, yeah, sure. We, we know that the cleansing is bad, but what if it's only a little bit? What if it's just a teeny tiny and cleanse? (laughs) it's just it's just a it's an ethnic sponge bath it's not a cleanse it's just a little spongy (laughs) this idea of like israel being small um kind of goes out the window when you consider that um you know uh gaza the strip the small part of the small country uh it's about the size of manhattan um and so it's just like you know would it be a little bit of ethnic cleansing if Manhattan got ethnic cleans? I mean you know it's just like this this idea of Israel being small is is meant to uh frame Israel as this David and Goliath thing they are always David they're never Goliath they can't be because the land mass is small um but then when you look at the i mean not just the economics but also like you know the 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 backing uh you look at like who is the outpost for western imperialism you know it is fucking israel like who is got the support of the biggest thug on the block the united states israel there's just this idea that they are a small bean and therefore anything that they do can only ever be self-defense is uh It's classic Hasbara. You still, you just, you don't hear about the New Jersey stuff anymore. That was a big one. I always bring up size of New Jersey, size of New Jersey. I think it's because they knew that a lot of us, you know, are uh, have New Jersey ancestry. (laughs) At least I do. Um, So they were like, they'll know where New Jersey is. But yeah, that is uh, that is that is just wonderful. I mean, that is fucking beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. I, I love this. Uh, and uh, what else did you say? And if you're thinking, this is the rest of the email, and then we'll we'll close it out because at some point I, my wife's gonna be back any minute and she finds me podcasting. Oh boy, I'm gonna get it. Uh, and if you're thinking there is nothing college students love more than do than dong, so we should hand out condoms that say Israel, it's safe to come on the wrapper. Then you'd be correct. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Let me see this. Let me see this. Okay. Pro-Israel campus condom giveaway raises eyebrows. Get breaking news on Israel. You're already getting it. All I'm right. sorry. That was a pop-up. Um. Let's see. Oh, do we have a picture? No picture. Oh, okay. This is a large... Uh, This is part of a large campaign called Got Israel. Oh, boy because remember milk uh and it's only uh one of only about five or six programs that they did that got and it's the only one that got media attention yeah um yeah condoms condoms that said it's okay to come on the rep i don't even understand that hold on uh Condoms prove the point that Israel is the only country in the Middle East in which women and homosexuals are entitled to equal rights. This is, this is an article that came out uh, in the Jewish News of Northern California in 2003. Um, yes. Uh, the condoms come equipped with a card discussing, quote, sexual freedoms and women's rights in different Middle Eastern countries and Israel. It showed the literacy rates of women and the percentage of women employed... whether homosexual homosexual is legal. um, On that basis, people can make their own decisions of how free and democratic Israel is. Is this all on the condom? Are are you supposed to read condoms? I haven't been reading. Have I been doing condom wrong? I've not read one. It usually just says on the front, you know, Trojan, Magnum. For me specifically, double XL. Uh, I'm so fucking stupid. Uh, uh, but not everyone got the joke or cared to. After photos and an article about uh, the late April giveaway appeared in the San Diego Jewish Heritage newspaper, the campus Hillel began receiving some angry phone calls. <laughs> Executive Director Rabbi Lisa Goldstein um confirmed that she has lost some donors but she will not say how many oh come on listen i'm sure that the reason that they were not donating has nothing to do with apartheid and has everything to do with them being prudes and i don't approve of prudes but i do approve of not funding any american zionist organizations um Anyways, that's uh that's incredible. That's a lot of fun. Uh again, thank you Kim. That is it's just uh it's always it's always beautiful when someone tells me their experience of what it was like for them when they were working um you know, uh, in these types of things or if they, you know, as some people have been uh writing in and talking about their own um, birthright experiences and we've been you know, sharing stories and stuff uh, on the Discord Um, which, by the way, you can join if you go to patreon.com slash broadcast I need the money and Vince needs the money and Vince is great Vince is wonderful we talk about movies together that's what I really like doing you know, this I like doing too I've wanted to do this for a while but sometimes I just want to just watch an episode of Downton Abbey talk about it with some friends. That probably won't be the next show we do. We're still doing The Wire, but someday, I love how it was, <laughs> it was brave enough to start this podcast, but I am still afraid to start that Downton Abbey rewatch podcast because, I, I mean, I, I just fear that will appear, appeal to no one. You know, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to alienate people, you know, but I'll talk about Israel all day. I don't I don't give a shit, but when it comes to like Downton Abbey, I'm, I, I just don't want to ruffle any feathers. You know, I don't want people to, you know, be disinterested, you know, but it's such a good show guys. So good. It's a beautiful show. And this has been a beautiful show. Um. Thanks to anyone who's listening to this episode. Um, if uh, if you are listening to this episode uh, on Apple or Spotify or whatever podcast app, uh, if you're on Apple specifically, give it five stars in review. I would love that. Uh, that helps people find it. Uh, if you're on Spotify, I think you can only give stars, but you can also... There's a Q&A at the end of every episode that I, that I found out where it just says, how do you like this episode? You can write a message. You can be like, I liked it a lot, or I fucking hate it. I fucking hate that guy. I'm British, and he was doing my accent. Um, but always give five, five stars. That'd be great. Um, and uh, yeah, if you're watching this on, on YouTube, um, you fucking cool i guess you know I, I guess people watch podcasts and uh that that is that's why i put it out in video form i just didn't think people actually watch it but they they're watching it. i don't know why um but anyways uh subscribe and hit the bell and go to the comment section and write something don't fucking yell at me about doing too many dick jokes this is the pod this is what this is this is what i do like there are lots of podcasts that I'm sure about like people talking about Israel and stuff. This is the one that has me talking about dick jokes and doing British accents and shit. You know, this is the, this is that one. So if you're listening and you like that stuff, sick, stick around. If you don't like it, that's fine. I don't give a shit. I got a baby. I got a baby to raise. Um, but yeah, there's a subscribe, write something nice. Um, and yeah, patreon.com slash broadcast, please join, especially if you're someone who views the podcast on, on YouTube, because, uh, you know, it's, uh, better for me because I can't monetize this shit on YouTube. And also the ones that I can, I mean, I swear you make like three cents. It's fucking crazy. So really it's a bullshit ass platform. Um, but if you feel like, you know, subscribing just to donate, that's nice. Do it. Please do. Um, patreon.com slash broadcast. For any questions and comments and concerns and stories or anything, badhasbara at gmail.com. Please write. Write to me. You know? And uh maybe I'll share. Maybe I'll share it on the pod. I don't know. Uh, I, I love emails. I love corresponding with you guys. I love everyone who is actually listening to this shit. Because, again, the reason I'm doing this in the fucking, you know, middle of New Year's Eve is because... It had been a few days. We went out of town, and I was like, "I want to do a little episode." Usually, I, I take a lot of care, you know, to like, I gotta get guests, I gotta, cut, I gotta make clips, I gotta do that. But this one, I just do on the fly, and I like that. I like doing it on the fly, and um, and I promise you, uh, this show will get better, <laughs> probably. You know, I mean, unfortunately, I think. Uh, I think it's going to keep going. If Palestine is free, then I will stop doing this podcast. I'll probably, you know, probably stop doing it before then, because at some point, you know, platforms are going to really start cracking down on this shit. And then I'll be in trouble. But for now, write me, badassbara at com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, everyone else, thank you again so much for listening to this episode. And until next time, there is a list. Jumping jacks was us, push ups was us, Godmaga us, all karate us, taking Molly us, Michael Jackson us. shit